1: Welcome back, Monty. Welcome back. It's always good to see you. Good
0: to see you. And we've also got our amazing Joey Rouse with us today. And Joey, when's the last time? I'm going to share this just for a second, okay? This is really, I mean, this still shakes Welcome, me up, Joe. okay? Thank you. I'm showing this house. It's in Antioch. I'm showing this house and this young family and this, the daughter comes up to me and says, Mr. Moore, Mr. Moore, what's what's this behind the blanket? And we, I walk into this den. <laughs> Scary. And I... Pull the blanket back. Had no, I mean, I feel so naive now. Had no idea what it was, and here's this big honking snake sitting up like this, looking at oh, me. Oh my through, goodness! Now he's looking through in, through glass, but at that point, you don't care. I couldn't, I couldn't throw that blanket down quick enough. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm, we're all running to the, you know, everybody's look, everybody's kind of paused, like ah, <laughs> and um, the wife. This is the weirdest part. The wife was at the door before anybody else got because we're all running towards the door because we just couldn't, <laughs> oh you know, couldn't um, handle that. And so she opens – Just uh, she's waiting for us. She opens the closet door. The stinking vacuum cleaner falls out on her like this. It's like, a, it's like a continuation of the snake movement. It's going to try to bite her. Anyhow, today we're going to talk about – we're going to talk about the importance of staging your home properly, and that doesn't include snakes the last time I checked. so No, it does not include <laughs> Before snakes. we get into that, though, we're going to talk about our sponsor. Is that okay? Yes, <laughs>
1: absolutely, because we're going to be using this sponsor a lot in our yes, conversation I yeah. don't they, know if they most take snakes likely. or not,
0: though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Music City Removal, they are wonderful. They are the number one junk removal service in Nashville from residential, commercial, and construction. They're experts in ridding you of junk. Their costs include labor and dumping fees without any hidden or added expenses. Whether you need a full clean out or just one item removed they have you covered
0: the music city removal team knows the importance of respect and trust while in someone else's home they understand the inconvenience of junk left behind by previous homeowners and tenants and are determined to provide an affordable and customer focused junk removal service that puts you first. For a free es- on site estimate, just give go to musiccityremoval.com. dot com. That's musiccityremoval.com. dot com.
1: Yes, Music City Removal because cluttering and cute and nor is that. That snake, snake was disgusting. No. I mean, I just you know,
0: I I don't follow anybody for having liking snakes as pets. I don't get it, but you know, I like a lot of animals, but a snake in the house kind of creeped me out to start with. But
1: So your client bought or did not buy that they house? They didn't
0: buy that house. Imagine that. They probably no. ran right away, right? Yeah. And that's
1: kind of what we're talking about. My likes and wants and your likes and wants may not be the same, right? Yeah. So you've got to maybe create more of that neutral setting. What do you think?
0: I asked Joey to be on here because one of her gifts, besides the amazing yes. lady, one of her gifts... Is about uh, staging, and, and you have a degree in this topic, right? I
2: do. I went to school for interior design. It's one of those things that you're either born with, you just innately mm. can do something that's really sharp and you've mm-hmm. got an eye for it, or something you need to learn. And I needed to learn it. I wanted my home to be, you know, just really a reflection of me, but I really didn't know how to put it together. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I was just interested in that topic, so I did. I went to school for it. So I, but I know a lot of people that just and are just so talented. That's just how they were born.
0: Well, as a real so, estate professional, that I think that knowledge though is is oh, it's so important. It is. Mm-hmm.
2: I um, actually use that as. Um, one of the things I offer my clients is they do get complimentary staging if, with a listing oh, with nice. me. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. very nice. And a lot of times it's with their own furniture, mm-hmm. but I do have a storage locker and I do have furniture. And
0: oh, You actually keep some extra stuff. I,
2: oh, definitely. Yeah.
0: I think uh, you almost have to with your talent and really being serious about it. I think it would be helpful, but I wouldn't have a clue. I just tell people to get rid of stuff, you know, because... Looking at your home, uh, living in a home and having your home on the market are two different things. Is what I try to tell my clients.
2: Exactly. You know,
0: but I, I don't have the skill that you do, which I wish I did because I've, I've seen your work and it's amazing what someone like yourself with your talent can come in and how at the same house can look so much different. It does. So, what are
1: you trying to do? What's your main goal? make it seem bigger? What is your ultimate goal?
0: Well, you do
2: want to make them make the home seem more spacious. And a lot of times... I said bigger, so you said spacious. See? Difference. Uh, uh, it's all about the terminology, too.
1: I love it. That's good. I'm learning something new.
2: But the, uh, you do want right. it to look more spacious. And a lot of times people will have... The big leather furniture pieces, or the clunky, yeah, the clunky mm-hmm. pieces, and that's fine. But you can't have it all in the same little room where you can't move around. So, really, more times than not, we're taking things out of the home, okay, uh, and then replacing it with like a smaller chair or something. So. Uh, that it just has a nice, clean line. You have to depersonalize. The thing I always stress with my clients um, that are listing with me is you have one chance to make a good impression That's right. online. That's right. And if you don't have that good impression that first time out, there goes your listing, really. It yeah. just uh, it sets the tone for your whole listing mm-hmm. is having that home hit the market, and people look at it and go, wow. I want to see that home. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, that's what, you know, I always like to tell my clients that so that they can, you know, get on board with that because it is hard to depersonalize and get your pictures down and things like that. It's their home, they love it. Right. And they think it looks great and they, think that the buyers will think it looks great. Mm-hmm. And they may, but the buyers are looking for something for them. So sure. you really want it depersonalized and decluttered as much as possible. So, so the
1: pictures of the family up the stairwell we want to remove? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The trophies in the little girls' room. Ex yeah. Mm-hmm. Or in the husband's room. Depending on I don't know about all those deer heads. How can I get those yeah, so, oh, so right? let's
0: talk about this for a second. Not to pick on anybody in the room. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, do you mind going down that road as far as <laughs> what What do you do? I mean, we are in Tennessee. Right. And no offense to anybody who's a, a Tennessee, I mean, a hunter whatsoever. I used to be a hunter until I, I, I had to rescue this baby squirrel. And ever since then, I haven't been able to you know, kill anything. But another story. But when you walk into a house, a beautiful home like, like Carrie Ann's, and all of a sudden there is not just Bambi's daddy, but... What are their names? <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph and I'm Donner named and Blitzen. Dancer, Prancer,
1: Vixen, Comic Cupid, Donner and Blitzen. Yeah. That. However, However. This is
0: real. I'm telling you. real. I, I mean, most people would be happy if they got into that kind of thing. But happy with a, a, a deer antler chandelier, okay? She's got one of those, too. And then everybody else that didn't make the chandelier is on sure. the Sure.
1: <laughs> sure. But I feel like the house... No, but is let her fit- answer. Okay, let, 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 you let, tell me the story as I no. defend <laughs> my 12-pack. My, my my
0: <laughs> what would you do? I'm, I'm not talking about hers because hers really is tastefully done. It's pretty amazing. Okay? I it couldn't really, imagine really it not being it's, tastefully done. It's incredible. It's I'm incredible. sure. It's incredible. It, but what would you yeah. do, though? I, I'll never forget. I mean, on that topic, I'll never forget. I'm asking you a question. Then I had a house in Mount Juliet that was the guy just was a major hunter, okay? <laughs> A major hunter.
1: <laughs> Very good. Hey, it works quite well during the holiday season, I swear. Yes. I put a red nose on one, we're good.
0: That's right, that's right. So the guy's a major hunter. In his own room, you mentioned guy's room, um, he had a it had to have been seven or eight foot bear, grizzly bear oh. stuffed mm-hmm. like this. Oh my, <laughs> like this. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and, and, and seriously, and a pistol, <laughs> this giant fifty <laughs> This giant fifty caliber, he'd shot it with a pistol. Can you imagine getting close Uh, enough to a stinking bear that so big could eat you? And he's got a pistol. I mean, I get being proud of that. He was really proud of that. Plus the other 9,000 animals on the walls. I said, you've got to tone that down. So t- tell us tell us a better way of doing that <laughs> than, than me. Yeah, because I'm obviously not good at words.
2: That definitely you would want to get a storage locker or move it to the next place, the next home, because it doesn't appeal to the masses. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you want as many people looking at your home, as many eyes on it as possible. Someone can see that bear in that room and be totally turned off, but it may appeal to one mm-hmm. person. Right, but who? Your numbers—they're not. They're just not with you. Sure, and actually, on
1: um, you know, I saw the antler chandelier initially. That's what I saw. That's what got me um, to go to that house, and so it was the perfect fit for me. But other people may not have appreciated, you know, that. So even taking the antler chandelier down because that's not going with the house. Next time when we sell, um, that would probably be ideal, right? Strip it so it's neutral, so you could do either or. Could you could go down the lodge feel, or you could go into more you know of a restoration hardware type of exactly and, and if you want
2: to take that with you the best thing to do is to take it down because certainly you're going to get
1: somebody who comes in who wants it yeah so go over Should that because you know I mean? any because that was the other thing too anything that is hanging Stays, or you have to ask, or attached, or how does that work?
2: Well, attached, so draperies all stay now, blinds, anything attached to the wall stays. You cannot take off your uh, TV mounting. The TV can come, but the mounting remains with the home. Mm. So if it's attached to the wall, it stays. And that's something to go over so chandelier listing. stay or you have to ask for the no, chandelier? No, chandelier stay unless you specifically say I'm taking the chandelier. Oh, really? Okay. Okay, so, good. And I recommend in that case if someone wants that chandelier, go ahead and replace it.
0: Replace Automatically. It replace
2: right. it. Right. Get, get it packed up. Don't
1: worry about the battle back and forth. Otherwise you'll exactly. find that one person who wants, who wants that dear chandelier. That yeah. chandelier. No. No. Yes. You ever see that
0: movie Moving with Richard Pryor back in the 80s? No. Where basically he bought the house and it's their dream house, and the guy who's selling us keeps on telling him, he's like, Well, we're taking it with us. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But some of the things he says, he's not kidding, like the pool. <laughs> the and pool. He takes the pool with him. Oh, too funny. And it's hilarious. Too Great funny to
1: watch that movie. Yeah, it's so, called Movie. So, you know, another lady that I know who's a stager, you know, she did speak about depersonalization and she said, Take all eyeballs, eyes off. Anything with eyes, you know, remove them from the walls. You know, to, so that's a little easy thought process. You know, yeah. just to think yeah. through nice. that, you know. could so you just
0: put maybe blindfolds on?
1: <laughs> yeah, bandanas. So, let's talk about paint. You know, um, back in the day when red walls were cool. Remember that yes. cranberry wine in the dining room? You know that kind of thing. Um, and or now it's so gray or white. You know, the the coloring is a little. Um, Muted. What What do you suggest?
2: It is really always better to go neutral. And if you can't go neutral, then you need to play up the color. I had a home recently that I listed, and it had bright blue and bright green walls. Two blue, two green Uh in the same room. Mm. So we made it the playroom for the kids. Little teepee in there. Mm.
1: The bed had blue, but it wasn't. It wasn't the kid room initially. No, it yeah. wasn't.
2: It was just, I don't know what they used to do. So you but use your
1: creativity you know, to flip it to make it seem more, if, I gotcha. Okay. If the client is not willing to paint, because sometimes they don't want to spend the money or they can't spend the money. So last year I enjoyed a bus tour every month and went and saw different houses mm-hmm. around um, mm-hmm. Middle Tennessee. And we got to a house in Murfreesboro and I'm going to call it the teal house because literally every room had teal in it mm-hmm. from a pop of color. Here to the couch, there to the rug, there to the kitchen cabinet there you know everything it was just so much teal you know to a point where everybody was it was more of a comedy for the average show. all i saw was teal somebody that has the perfect eye that can see the bones of the house you know that can see the vision of what they can do with it not many people have that right, right. so you have to really strip it down and and create that blank canvas for them
2: it has to be the blank canvas yeah so, Do you have a specific color
1: you like to paint walls? Is sort of well, like a magic color?
2: Not not particularly. It's just just something neutral that goes. You're basically looking at what they've got on the floor, the cabinets. What's going to look nice in there? Is it going to be like a real sandy, soft color or an off white or something like that? But um, gray is huge now, uh, and some of it's pretty. So you can get some that's tinted in there too. So, mm-hmm. um, but people, the sellers, the, the thing, it, the most difficult part is through the process of getting the sellers to accept that in a nice way. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That they need to be depersonalizing. I literally had one lady started crying because she had all kinds of things on top of her cabinets, silk plants and oh, sure, all this stuff coming out and a little... Red stuffed bird coming, peeking out of the, and I'm going. We really need to take all of this down. And she literally started crying. Oh yeah, Aww. she's yeah, and it's you're connected. I know, oh. you know. And I was just like, oh, so how do you, for sorry, the folks listening not... out there,
1: how do you, what's your script for that? Because you know, you're trying to maximize their dollar. You're trying to get right. them the best price, right. Right? right? So how do you, how do you handle the crying yes, seller, yeah, seller to
2: crying. be? And it's not that, uh, and how I handled in that case, it's not that. I don't like it. It's not that I don't think it looks nice. What I'm thinking of is who's going to be buying your home, mm. and you need to appeal to as many people as possible. And your pictures need to be fabulous. So right. you know, and that's okay to take that all to your next home. If mm-hmm. that's what you like, you take that with you. That's you take mm-hmm. it. But um, it's hard to sell a home when it's. the And the other thing that I think is really important is your curb appeal. Mm-hmm. To get oh, that exterior yes. picture, you really have to have the front door looking great.
1: Now, what color, let's, ooh, this is a good topic. I like this topic. Mm-hmm. What color should the front door be?
2: I like color on a front door. You do? So, if it's not like a real pretty wood varnished door, mm-hmm. if they can paint it the pop of yellow, pop of red, you know, the teal color. You see that a lot. So, you Isn't
1: like it? the yellow? I spoke to another lady who said 86 the yellow. 86 the yellow? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So, any, line, any color that that's going to look nice with that home depending on if they're brick siding whatever it needs to go with the rest of the home so it all um, coordinates nicely but i've seen bright yellow doors that are great
1: oh yeah and maybe cuz it's just the door right? right and then it's just that little pop you know there's somebody that near, lives nearby that has the shutters yellow the door yellow the chairs yellow the the cushions yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of yellow going on there right that might be a little too much right okay yeah. and how do you handle somebody like that who you approach and it's it is very vibrant
2: well it depends on how it looks if if they've got their home fixed up and you look and you come up to it you, oh wow this place looks really sharp it doesn't need my much work at all mm-hmm. then i just roll with it you may take a few things out of right. there or put right. it away right um, but I'll just roll with it. If especially in pictures, it'll pop. Do you so. get
1: plants for containers for the front? Like, do you put plants and set it up that way? Flowers? You mow the lawn. Do we pick the weeds? What do we do? <laughs>
2: well, on uh, the one, the blue and green room home. Yes, yeah, so I got three pots with plants. Put them out in front, and since my client wasn't doing the lawn. I was doing the lawn or having it done, really, and uh, because it needed to shine. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're when I'm representing someone, I want their home to go for the maximum amount of money they can get for it. And the curb appeal and staging is huge mm-hmm.
1: in doing that. Or, like depending on the price point, right? So mm-hmm. in the neighborhood we live mm-hmm. in, um, the price points are a little higher. And I saw the front lawn of one that was trying to sell. And I'm like, how do you even expect, as the seller, to even get the price you want for your front lawn to look like it's never been maintenanced or that, never that taken care of? front
0: yard is a reflection of what's going on inside. You
1: so know. they, exactly. they um, <laughs> turfed. So they got turfed, but they did the backyard. Not the front yard, so I can only imagine what the backyard looked like if they chose not to even spend the money on the you the know front the front yard. yard. But little things like that can definitely boost the price or create no, more well, demand. It, I think a lot mm-hmm. of it
0: depends on the price point. We have such a hot market in certain price points that the market is more forgiving. Mm. But when it gets to a certain level, it's expected, right? And especially when you have so much new construction that they're comparing it with. Mm-hmm. If you're you know six hundred plus, you better have something really special. That's if it's any length of if it's older. You better be something really special, you know, super lot or, or some up, an updated kitchen and so forth. But if it's, uh, you know, if you're competing with something brand new around the corner, it makes it a lot tougher.
1: So let's talk about the carpet in the master. You know, you see all these shows. You know, is it one where you leave the carpet in the master, or you talk to them about hardwooding that one section and getting a rug? Like, what is that depending upon the price point too?
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't. I leave the carpet alone as long as it's not ugly or something, you know.
1: Most people aren't going to change out their carpet
2: or their flooring to sell. Mm -hmm. You know, they may give a design allowance or something like that. I have one coming up right uh, that should go live the 30th, and the hardwood floors are seriously damaged. not hole type damage, but they have stains on them. Sure. So we're bringing in area rugs for pictures and all of that. But my client knows that she's having that, those hardwoods stripped and sanded and stained for the new owners. Wow. She just said, "I want the house to be empty before I do that." Sure. But we can't. We can't show it like that. Sure. I don't want the pictures to show sure. it. Sure great big huge black spot in the middle of the living room, Mm -hmm. you know, so we'll bring in area rugs and things like that for the pictures and the first look open house as well uh, because she wanted to look like the pictures but because of her animals i don't want to leave that stuff there so we'll get it in there we'll take it out we'll bring it back for the open house oh you do that so it can be pretty time consuming but i'm willing to do it because i love the business and i you know i'm grateful for this client sure
1: absolutely that's amazing that you do that because i was Mm -hmm. curious if you rent it back for them for a period of time and what if they damaged it but you're every time you take the furniture in and out Yes. The different accessories? If it's
2: my, right, if it's my furniture. Oh, okay. So, yeah.
1: So if you had an open house and you wanted to wow all the buyers coming through, you would go early, stage it, pretty right. it up? Well, I would do it for the pictures.
2: Okay. And then make sure it matched the pictures. And typically you would leave it there because you're you know, g- going to have the open house a week or so later, so you're going to leave it there. But it just depends on what created the problem and is that still there and... Do you want you know, do I want those area rugs ruined? So, mm. so
1: yeah. let's talk about, you know, staging with dogs and cats. Mm-hmm. I now have a puppy, so he's so he's fun. Such a good-looking puppy. Oh, he's uh-huh. so sweet, Labradoodle. Um, however, I do believe that when you're a dog owner, a pet owner, you don't smell any pet. Right. There's right. no smell ever, right? right? However, the average Joe coming in your home may potentially smell that, and some you can definitely smell, you know, for this or that. So, explain, uh, kind of go into more detail about how you handle walking into a home, and there's that's smell odor (laughs) smell
2: yes well you can get the carpets cleaned and that's what uh, we did in a different situation recently they clean their carpets and they can treat for the pet odor but on the day of the open house, we also had the apple cider with the oranges going and cinnamon sticks. And the house was smelling wonderful. Ooh, because write we'll, that down. Apple yeah. cider,
1: cinnamon sticks. Oranges. Oranges. Glows, okay, yeah, I love just it. Just
2: keep that going on a slow simmer. On yeah, this. there you go. And everybody said, oh, it smells like apple pie in here. Oh, wow. And, which was great because you usually walk in and it would really smell like... Dog,
1: sure. Do you know, so but my dog doesn't smell. Yeah, <laughs> no, no dog smells, right? Like yours right, either. Right. Yeah, I you know. don't know.
2: No, and I can go into homes that don't have dogs and you don't smell anything, or that do have dogs and you don't smell anything. Sure, but it just depends on right. the animal. But, right, and- but
0: we do have a responsibility to be honest in that situation, yes. as hard as it might be. Yeah, yeah, you know, because if you walk in, and that's part of what I think our expertise is we're mm-hmm. coming in with a new nose. You know, right. and new a new a look you know is this something that's appealing mm-hmm. and that smell a lot of times it couldn't it might be other things it could be smoking it could be All right
2: smoking a yeah. lot oh, of different things oh my goodness you know? the smoking too I and mean
0: that one we just sold together right mothballs
2: yes mothballs. mothballs the home smelled of mothballs because they put them in the they put them in the attic
0: yeah. Oh, so it all came down. Oh. And it stains everything, kind of, you know, makes everything smell like mothballs. Right. Mm. So that's not a friendly, that's not a fun smell. That's not a fun smell at all. So when you say
1: you're honest and you share, so you put that on the Tennessee Report or something that they had dogs?
0: Yeah, I don't think you have to disclose that. It's usually pretty obvious. It's obvious. I I usually Uh, say,
2: like when you're first going in the home, I'll say, You do have a dog, don't you? I'm smelling like maybe a dog, but what is that I'm smelling? Uh So they know right away. But I'm friendly I'm smiling.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. feeling a dog. I'm I'm
2: feeling a dog in here. Do you have animals? (laughs) What's his name, Charlie? But But you're taking
1: a very positive, kind approach with it. Yeah, so your
2: dog stinks. So let's get to the point.
1: We need. Yeah,
2: yeah. So that you do have to have uncomfortable conversations with people sometimes, but they don't have to be uncomfortable if they can see your heart is really I want to help you sell this house now if you want to discount it let's not do anything
1: okay but most people don't want to discount it right. once you start talking well, about isn't that it, isn't it isn't it a seller's market aren't you going to get me the most well, for my, it's my house it's going to sell for
0: more than it should anyhow but <laughs> isn't it that be, what yeah. the
1: people say now yeah. like, right. you can clear it. you're going to get me 10 offers tomorrow aren't you exactly yeah. so let's talk about um, maybe a pool or a um, above ground pool like how do you handle the backyard from a staging standpoint. So um, it's a closed pool. Do you have them, you know, open it, maintain it co- closed, you know, do I want to see what's inside the pool, that kind of stuff? That's
0: a great question, you yeah. know, this time of year, going into the wintertime because a pool, as we all know, is either a it's a benefit or it's a liability depending on who's looking at it. And to sell the sizzle, I have actually had people take those covers off in the wintertime and get it rejuvenated so that it would at least look like it's a right. beautiful thing. And they right. can see it that way. Right. It's not covered up. Mm-hmm. What What's your take on that?
2: I feel the same way in the hot tubs, too. Always in the pictures have the mm-hmm. hot tub. Going, have it
1: going, Mm -hmm. that type of thing. Yeah, that's good. Unless
0: you have a pool like yours, where you can heat up the whole pool and have. Oh my gosh!
1: Well, that was because there was no Florida trip (laughs) (laughs) scheduled, so I spent the Florida money on heating the pool. Nice. (laughs) So, um, but she had a lot of fun in it for sure. Uh, Looks like it. Um, So that's good. So the pool and what? Let's talk about the garage. So, you know, people call them junk containers. um, You know, hoarding. Rooms. Right. (laughs) Like, how do we handle a garage?
2: Men absolutely love their garages. Mm -hmm. So it's really interesting um, to see. A man will always want to see what the garage looks like, always go in. And I've seen some beautiful garages, and then other garages that are just so full of. Junk. Mm -hmm. They can't even use them for the cars Mm -hmm. because they're using I say junk. They're using them for storage or they think they might use this someday or the grandkids come over so they have the big plastic toys. So it just you know, if you if you're going to store anything anywhere, I would put it in the garage getting ready for selling your home go ahead and try to make it as neat as possible but if they need to store it somewhere i always say the garage I do too. so that the home is you know even with big pieces of furniture you can put it in the garage and you just tell the photographer you know don't shoot the interior of the garage right. but if it's really nice you know and they have epoxy floor and cabinets sure. that are coming with then you want to shoot that's the garage story. if it doesn't yeah. compliment
0: the house i don't include don't, the pictures exactly but i also tell people look if your, your garage is a mess but that's you know, it's it just make it look more intentional. Exactly. Stack things up, make right. them look, because right. it can be it can work against the buyer's mind that oh my god, they got so much stuff in this thing, they'll never be able to move. You know, it doesn't work for them. Right. But at the same time, I don't think a garage has to be perfect. I always tell my clients you make it too, look too neat, and the buyers are going to feel like they need to go home and straighten up the garage. You know, our guys just want to know, okay, I get two cars in here or three cars or whatever the situation is. Mm-hmm. So I don't play it real hard. I do encourage people to make it look intentional so it's just not just a heaping mess. Exactly. Well,
1: that's kind of what I was, where I was headed. So let's say I want a garage for my car. Mm-hmm. Do you want to leave your car in the garage so it shows that it, it fits this particular car? But then you've got the bikes over here and then the car, but then can I really put two cars in with some bikes, you know? Mm-hmm. Or is it a garage, a garage, a garage, a garage type of thing?
0: Well, I think there's nothing wrong with putting, especially if you have a special garage on a super deep one or something like that, to put a big car in there so you can see it or a truck. But I don't normally recommend, you know, putting it for any, I mean, for that reason to put it in there. Because you want the garage, like you want the house, looking as big as possible. What are some
1: other little things that folks can do to stage if they've never staged? You know, sometimes people are out there that they just started selling real estate um, and they've heard of staging and they know to, you know, depersonalize and things like that. What are so, any other quick little tips you can share?
0: Oh, my well, one goodness. One little simple one while Joey's thinking. One little simple one is on hallways, take the pictures down on the hallways because when you have – a row of pictures, it just narrowed that hallway, okay? Okay. Especially when you, have, when you get into an older house where folks have been there forever and they've got all this whole line of photos, just take, take them all down. And that's when they might do some crying, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I think the main thing is, again, go back to that statement, look, living in a home and having your home on the market are two so totally different worlds. Mm-hmm. And the sooner that we adapt to the world that we don't live here right now, right. we live here, but we don't really live here right, right. now. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of helps soften the, it's just temporary, Mm -hmm. But the sooner we adapt to that reality, the shorter the term is going to be. The more we fight it, the more we resist it, the more we believe that, well, people are just going to have to understand because we're busy, the longer that term is going to be. And the less likely we're going to get that maximum dollar. Because remember, we have a window. And that window is probably only, I don't know, Joey, what do you think it is, 10 days, 15 days maybe at the most? It's a a small window because – the longer that home sits in the market, you can almost guarantee they're going to have less and less interest, or at least less and less fear of loss. Because remember, we're always trying to create that fear of loss. That's why I love it when you go in and, and do all that preparation first, because that 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 initial first week is so critical. Somebody right. looking at a home that's only been on the market, you know, four or five or seven days. A total different attitude than a home that's been on the market for 37 days. A total different mindset. Mm -hmm.
1: Exactly. And I think, too, my mom sold her house up in New England after... What 35 years right and so i mean talk going back to you know music city removal i think we had three or four dumpsters i mean she had you know handmade costumes for all four of us you know every year for so many years and we had a major basement so it was tons and tons of stuff so taking advantage of you know the removal companies that are out Mm -hmm. there um and really start to declutter like you said right? right get rid of all that stuff you never really wanted to have exactly and it's painful for for some people. I recently had a client who
2: had two dumpsters removed. It took us two and a half months to get her home ready oh, wow. to list, but it went for fifteen k over asking, and it looked great online. It was worth the work. Yeah, do you know? That's but awesome. I would say um, really quick tips: keeping your home clean. Do you know the mirrors in the bathroom. Make sure things are clean. I would get new towels. I'd have them, you know, rolled up, displayed, kind of. Walk them through some staging some pictures in a magazine or even online, sure, you know, just to so it looks it looks deliberate. it looks like I'm having people come in to see my home. you can easily stage the kitchen, have the table set
1: up nicely. do you know there's just those are just small things, but they make a big difference. Love that. you know, Jim, you shared at the beginning of the show before we aired um, one little tip and I thought was great. Maybe we can share about, you know, if you're a listing agent out there and you have your listing sign to think about, you know, daytime and nighttime, you know, mm-hmm. going the extra step right. and getting those solar um, panel lights that you can have out there to shine up on your sign right. uh, because you know people drive around. I mean, soon enough, right? I mean, the turn, time's going to turn and it's mm-hmm. going to be dark at four, mm-hmm. you know, which is the hardest time of the year, right? So it's a you really want to maximize way
0: to, to to put a spotlight on that mm-hmm. listing in your, in a neighborhood. Nobody else is probably doing it,
1: but that right there is a wow! Right when you're driving up, you know, right. because some of us are, are going to see that property mm-hmm. yeah, right after work, right? Yeah, so to drive up to see that wow pop before you even you know move in and or maybe go the extra step and light up the front entrance if it's not already lit up right, right? that might be another nice little gesture right great well always so good to have you joey oh, thank, thank you again you. for joining us for another thank week you. it's such a pleasure having you thank you Jordan. monty always good to see you and thank you everybody for joining us for another week of the talk of music cities come back next week you've been listening to the talk of music city real estate